What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yablon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world. What's up, Elevation Nation? It's another week of Fortitude and 15. However, this week, something different. Sam and Parker, aka myself, are together. We're recording this with one microphone, one camera, one nation, under God. Indivisible. With Liberty in Washington, D.C. And we're trying to bring some even flow to your life today with... Some fortitude. That's the song, you know, Pearl Jam. That was the song we just listened to. Thank you for that hint. You're not seeing double. We are together, live, in person, in the District of Columbia. And we had to, of course, hop on and do a fortitude in 15 because Parker came into town. We went out with the boys last night, had a wonderful time catching up, friends coming together from all over the world. And Parker and I had some drinks and we got introspective. You're so dramatic. Like, friends coming from all over the world. Kunin was from Israel, bro. I, yeah, I, it's true. It's just podcast you, guest, you're Matt just Kunin in town from Israel. Yeah, we were with uh, podcast guest number 101 last night, Matthew McPartland. Special episode 101. Episode guest, I think four, Noah Fleischman. Episode guest, I think Kunin was in the 20s, maybe Max Kunin. So it's just cool getting some of the nation back together, but. You know, today's conversation is an interesting conversation. And if you listened and followed the Elevation Nation podcast, you know Sam gets really introspective. I get really introspective. But today we're going to have him shed light on one of his fears that he has in his life. So like I said, Parker had some bourbons last night. I had some Negronis. And we got back. It was a beautiful night in D.C. And we went to my roof to talk and catch up. It's been a while. And I started to tell him a fear that I have, which is a fear of mediocrity. Now, Parker, being a good friend, dug into me pretty hard and started asking some really good questions about this concept of mediocrity. And so my fear currently is that I have all these big dreams and goals and aspirations for my life. And what if I don't reach them? Will I have been a failure? And that scares me. So Parker had some really insightful words for me that slapped slapped me in the face. You're acting as if I'm not here right now. So share them. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, we could just have this conversation. Um, first of all, you said like a fear that you're having lately. You've had this fear, dude, forever, it seems, right? Like you've grown up with this fear that you're just gonna be mediocre. But the way I think about mediocrity is it's such a relative term. It's such a term that you build on your own self. Like, are you living off of mediocrity that you see like on your parents' uh, level of success, right? Their level of success and what they deem success is going to be different than yours. It's going to be different than mine. Is it the teachers that you 
you know, had in college or in high school, your friends, your um, rabbis or whatnot, like who's like determining that level of mediocrity? You, that's it. You're like coming up with this like own little scorecard for yourself. And sometimes that's going to be a challenge because (laughs) if your level of mediocrity is pretty actually good and you're not happy with where you're at sometimes, you're just going to continue to chase the chase that you're never going to be able to get to the end of the race of. But also to that point, I want to give you some perspective, Sam. Like I feel like sometimes... Your level of mediocrity, my level of mediocrity, what I think was like, like that could be someone else's level of success. Or your mediocrity would be like, damn, I'm a failure. But you never know because that's for every, like, that's what you get to determine. It just like puts in perspective sometimes, like, damn, like someone would be really happy to be where you are. A lot of people would probably be very happy to be where you are, even if you're. 40, 30, 20% of where you want to be. I don't know. I just think that's very, a very interesting insight that like sometimes we are our own or we're our own worst enemy. Is that the song? I think that's a hundred percent true. I think we're definitely our own worst enemy a lot of the times because we have goals and aspirations in our minds that should be feasible and should be achievable, even if they're really big goals. And so if we don't hit them, we get upset at ourselves. And I asked you something interesting last night. I want to ask you again today. I said, if your story ended tomorrow, would you have been successful? And what is your vision of success? And you said to me, you want to sit back in a chair and look out and know you're doing something cool. I want to wake up every day and feel like I got something cool to do. Interesting things. Like I don't want to wake up and do something I'm not inspired by something that I'm not happy to do, right? So with that success measure in mind, are you successful right now? Yeah, I would say I am in in some level of degree. Like, you know, like a lot of people deem success is, wow, I'm making this amount of money a year. I'm living in this city. I have this significant other in my life. I bench 250 pounds, which I clearly do not. Uh, that would be crazy. But everyone has their own levels of success, right? Yeah. And what's interesting is that it changes over time, one. It 100% changes over time. And I think for me personally, I want to live a life where I can wake up every day, never take life too seriously, and just be able to laugh and enjoy and do things that are really cool. And if I'm ever in a position where I feel like I'm not being able to do that, that's the time where I need to reflect and change the course because that's where I feel like I'm being mediocre is because I'm not being my true self. I don't want to take life too seriously because, you know, what's the point of taking life too seriously? I mean, yeah, if you're in a really serious job or, you you know, that's just who you are, then that's you. But for me personally, that's... How I, you know, have my scorecard, essentially. What about you? Yeah, I think uh, I'm still working to figure out my scorecard, right? I grew up with all these ideas and concepts in my mind that I would do something incredible, whatever that was. And I do think I'm doing something incredible right now. I have a really impactful job, nine to five, 
and I have a really impactful passion project with you, with Elevation Nation and what we do. And I think for the first time, you asked me when I finally like felt content was when, not content, well, good, like good with where I'm at, comfortable with where I'm at. Secure, matured, like a little bit more secure. You're, yeah. talking about last night how difficult uh, like life in the 20s is. Yeah. Right? And so you asked when I first felt secure, whatever word you want to use. I think it was when I moved to DC. I felt secure in who I was, where I was at, where I was happiest, and what I wanted out of life. And will that stay forever? I don't know. But right now it is working wonders. So it's great. But you did ask or share with me something interesting this morning that I loved was after this conversation, you sent me a video of a ring door cam. And it was these two little Canadian kids, probably around 10 years old, 12 years old. And they rang the door and they asked the homeowner, can we shovel your driveway for $20? And the lady was like, yeah, that's a great, I'd love that. Let me go give you money. And she closed, closed, yeah, she's like, let me give you money before you do it. Like, let me go grab it. And she closes the door and the ring camera is still going. And the little kids look at each other and go, yes, we're rich. We're going to be rich. This is amazing. We're going to be the richest people ever. And in their minds, that $10 each was uber successful. They made their first sale. They were entrepreneurs. They were on top of the world. And so that's why, Parker, I'm so glad you sent that video over. If we compare ourselves to everyone else, we will never feel as though we have achieved enough. But if we change our mindsets to just be the feelings that we have, feeling secure, feeling happy, feeling challenged, feeling curious, feeling satisfied, if we change it to those feelings, then our scorecard changes from tangible attributes of I make X amount of dollars or I sold my company for this or I have 100,000 followers for my podcast to I'm enjoying talking with Parker twice a week. I'm enjoying the conversations we're having. I'm curious about the people we meet. I feel as though I'm impacting other lives and making the world a better place. If we change it and shift it to less tangible and objective KPIs, key performance, our mindset changes. And so then I'll never have to have that fear of being mediocre. I think you'll always have that fear of being mediocre. I think fears fears don't necessarily just go away they just become another level of fear so for example i read this book on conquer uh fear the fear and do it anyway and it talks about this the idea of your fears are never really going to go away they're always going to be with you but when you tackle the fears head on you go to like essentially like a nut, like you tackle that fear one way and you get over that fear, right? Yeah. But now there's this new fear that you're going to have that relates to your old fear, but you're further along because you just tackled your, the fear that you had before. You know, it's, it, it could be the same fear, right? Yeah. But now you're further along and you continue to push and you continue to go along. And I just think it's really interesting, you know, I don't know if I said that well enough for it to make sense, but if you want to learn more about that idea that I just talked about, definitely pick up the book, Fear the Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Shout out Justin and Dylan from NextGen um, who recommended that. 
But at the end of the day, mediocrity, fear, success, it all starts and ends with you. And you need to define that for yourself. And we're coming back to mental fortitude here and self-awareness and creating a vision and holding yourself accountable. It's all about you setting those boundaries because at the end of the day, if you live by someone else's expectations, when in reality are you going to ever conquer your own expectations? Probably never. Maybe. We'll see. It probably did, or it probably didn't, but who cares? This podcast is for us. Good job. I liked it. It's my turn to share Parker's Perspective, read by Panich. So it's Parker's Perspective, Panich edition, because Parker shared a really cool quote with me last night. He probably doesn't even remember saying it, but I wrote it down so we wouldn't forget it. It's the beauty of phones and notes. Parker was on my roof and looking at the Washington Monument on a beautiful, crisp spring evening. And he said to me, you are only as smart as the questions you ask. I wrote it down because it was so impactful that it resonated with my mental motto, which is live curiously, don't curiously live. If you approach everything, asking great questions, trying to learn more, living curiously, trying to explore life, you will elevate. And if you do not ask good questions, and if you just wander and meander around life without a direction or without a plan or staying in your comfort zone, you will never elevate. I've always found that the smartest people are the ones who are curious and ask a really impactful question and just can sit back and listen. Obviously, with a podcast, you know, we're talking and there's really not questions to be asked and Sam and I are sitting here waiting. Well, I guess we get to do that every... Tuesday, but I've always found that the smartest people are the ones who have really nothing to say. They just ask a really impactful question. They listen, they learn, and then they make their points based upon what they've learned from that and and take not just like spewing nonsense and talking and talking and talking. They're listening, listening, and listening. So let's ask more impactful questions, more meaningful questions and um, learn curiously about the world because there's a lot to learn about. And in Sam's point, he can learn a little bit more about himself being mediocre. I mean, he's pretty mediocre in FIFA, even though he beat me today. And I was disappointed by that. But I know 10 out of 10 times, 9 out of 10 times, I'm going to beat him. So maybe we'll just have to try that right now, Elevation Nation, because 15 minutes is up. And fortitude continues on the FIFA pitch, not on Elevation Nation anymore. Until next week, Elevation Nation, from District of Columbia, peace. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you aren't already a subscriber, please do subscribe and leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram at ElevationNation underscore IO and on Twitter at ElevateBeGreat. Check us out on the web at www.elevationnation.io. Special thanks to our producer, Parker Yablon, and our directors of social media and strategy, Alexa Pullman, Daniel Sternberg, Danny Pullman, and Maddie Schloss. Until next week, Elevation Nation.